welcome to episode 306 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I am Ollie Spake and I'm joining from Dalrawal country. And I am Melissa Ellis with Chico and we're coming to you from Wurundjeri country. Hello Mel, hello Chico. <laughs> He's squeaking here in the background. How are you both? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're good, we're good. How are you? Are you recovering yet? Um... I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm, I'm not going anywhere fast, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, the, the health is not back to 100% yet and the voice is just holding out. But still on the tonsillitis medication, as exciting as that is for everyone. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, I look forward to getting back out there soon. Do you think it's post-COVID, Ollie? I hear a lot of people who really take a hit from COVID. They just seem to have a run of... You know, bad health. Well, I mean, I will say that uh, when did I when did I catch COVID? That was April. Um, so I've had a pretty shocking winter. I like to think I've been relatively healthy this last couple of years, but I've had a couple of lingering things over winter. Don't worry, I can edit all that out. And I sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Have st- oh, now Chico's going to investigate what's going on. All going to plan so far. Thanks, Chico. <laughs> yes. Um, I was going to say, I am actually, I still have avoided COVID. Can you believe it? How many people do you know who haven't caught COVID? Just me? Well, you and Ava. Yeah, oh, that's all. Yeah. Team Ava. Okay. Yeah. I'm in good company. Team Ava's not very popular tonight. I'm not sure you want to be on Team Ava. Team, team Ava's in big trouble for punching her sister. So, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> right. But she's got a big heart. So, you know, you've got okay. to take people for, for all of their elements, don't we? Anyway, I digress. Um, thank you for asking, Mel. <laughs> I'm getting better, as I say, and, and doing well regardless. Thanks. How are you? I'm good. Yep, I'm good. I'm not going to complain about being tired because I do that every week. So I had a really good sleep last night and I'm feeling a lot better. Thank you. Well, that's it. I mean, there's a bit of a recurring theme, as has often been on the podcast, because, well, I, I tend to favour one park run in particular. And I favoured that park run this weekend just gone. I, I volunteered. I think I ran direct. Yeah, I run directed. And lovely day, sunny day, wasn't wet. However, lots of puddles and slippery ground. And um, not a whole lot more to say except that that was pleasant. So that might be a bit of a, a, a yin to your yang, Mel, <laughs> because you, you had a bit of an adventure, didn't you? Uh-huh. Oh, are you ready? <laughs> Yes. Okay. This week's parkrun adventure took me far north for my first event in the Northern Territory. I chose Darwin Parkrun being it was the first event in the Northern Tree. In in the Northern Tree. <laughs> Sounds like Northern, a club. Yeah. <laughs> in the Northern Territory. Darwin Parkrun is on the lands of the Larrakia people. But let's wind back the clock to Friday. Someone, in their infinite wisdom, booked a cheap ticket, which, after a stopover in Brisbane, landed shortly after midnight on Saturday morning. Having never been to Darwin before, I opted to stay at a motel very close to the airport and managed to flop into the deliciously comfy bed at around 1am. Thankfully, I slept soundly and was not too cranky when my alarm went off at 5.30am. I was much crankier at having paid for a room I only used for five hours. The hotel concierge encouraged me to order an Uber, which I've never done before, and with none being available, my stress levels were peaking until a taxi was successfully acquired at 6am for the short trip to Darwin Parkrun. Darwin Parkrun is a relatively flat double out and back along the waterfront precinct of the CBD. The event starts near Parliament House, which I later learned is called the Wedding Cake by locals because it's white, square, and full of fruit, nuts, and alcohol. There was ample parking and toilets available next to the start line and a high quotient of parkrun tourists amongst the crowd. And it was hot. Probably not as obvious for your regular Queensland parkrunner, but from someone from the southern states, it was high summer heatwave hot. Look, I don't mind heat, but I checked out of my motel and had a long wait till my midnight flight back to Melbourne. So clearly this hadn't been a very well thought out plan. I was there on my own but chatted before the event to a friendly local parkrunner in a rundown undertop. 
and during the run I was simply happy to maintain a slow jog to complete my run. Surely this is all good training for the punish, right? Mm. Afterwards, on advice from my rundown under friend, I wandered along the walkway towards the waterfront precinct for my post-park run coffee, then onward over the skybridge to the CBD. So as not to get bogged down in details, I'll give you an abbreviated account mm. of my day in Darwin. I took the hop-on, hop-off bus and explored both the museum and art gallery plus the markets at Parrop. Mm. With my phone battery getting critically low, I returned to the CBD to seek advice at the information centre on where to recharge my phone. Sadly, at 2pm they were closing and not interested in helping a bereft tourist with her questions on charging her phone or how to make her way back to the airport. No direct PT from city to airport, I was told. Call an Uber. Well, I would if I could recharge my phone. Try the library, they said. Closed. I wandered the main street looking for somewhere I could charge, eventually discovering a PowerPoint behind a rubbish bin outside a supermarket. That will do. I sat on the windowsill for an agonising hour while my phone limped towards 25% charge. (laughs) Now, while there was much more to see and do in Darwin and the thought of a sunset on the beach was highly alluring, I was reluctant to risk needing to recharge my phone again, so I summoned my very first Uber and headed back to the airport. Granted, this meant a very long time waiting for my midnight flight, but I found a charge point for my phone and, well, at least I was cooler in the terminal and also discovered a shower I could use, which felt glorious and I'm sure well appreciated by those on my return flight. <laughs> so what did I learn from this trip, Ollie? Next yes. time <laughs> next time I will travel with a portable phone charger and consider my life choices when it comes to reasonable flight times. More lessons learnt. Uh. Anyway, after losing another 10 minutes locating my car in the airport car park, I headed straight to Junior's Airport Fresh to take on the sweepy Marshall position and be on site for our very own Abby's 25th volley milestone as she took on the RD role and not for the first time. Wow. Congratulations to Abby, importantly. Nice way to celebrate that particular milestone. But, Mel, you must be tired. (laughs) I'm not going to complain. Now, look, I did nap yesterday afternoon and went to bed very early. So, you know, the the body's a little bit fatigued. I think it was just all the excitement more than actually being tired. So I'm not going to complain too much because it was a fabulous adventure. Yeah, it does sound it. And as always, some very informative travel tips, (laughs) adventuring tips there. I'm keen to go back to Darwin. So Mm. I'm treating this like my recce. Mm -hmm. I've got the lay of the land now. I know what not to do. (laughs) So when I go back, I can get it all right. Uh-huh. So it sounds like a power bank is another item needed in the Adventurer's Travel Kit. Correct. Mm. And you know what? I actually had one, but it died on me and I haven't gone ah, around to replacing yes. it. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's high on the list before the next adventure is to replace that power bank. But I am noting from the work front, charging on public transport. Ever important. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. So when's when's the return trip then, Mel? Ooh, sometime next year, hopefully. Okay. Because a, a sunset on the beach at Darwin, I believe, is the thing to do. And there's a military museum there that I need to go back for. Didn't see the crocodiles, you know, so much mm. to see just in Darwin itself. And that's not even considering what else there is in the territory. Oh, well, nice work. Nice work. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I aim to please. But... I suppose other things have been happening in the parkrun world this last week. And we did make mention briefly last in last week's podcast, didn't we, that mm-hmm. Unity Day was going to be a special parkrun day happening that particular week, which is, of course, the extra parkrun day in Germany. Absolutely is, Ollie. And we had eight adventurers taking part in Unity Day. Would you like to read the events, seeing as... Uh, oh, I'd love to give it a stab, yes. You're much better at that than me. I'll, look, I'll have a go at the events. You can have a go at the adventurers. Oh, are we going to go... Why not? <laughs> you say the event and I say the adventurer? Sure. Okay, let's do that. All right. So we had uh, Neckarau Parkrun. With Russell Johnston. Uh, Nida Parkrun. With Gillian Lamont. Hasenheide. With Graham Wilkinson. Mornrepos. With Nicola Tarrant. And Ryan Park. Where we had Andrew Keppel. Keppel? Capel. Keppel. Christine Imbert. Cass Castleton and Imogen Swales. <laughs> <laughs> and my apologies to all of the German park runs that I have just mispronounced. And 
and all the surnames that I've mispronounced. <laughs> what a team. But I got Castleton right, did you notice? <laughs> yes, I did. I did. And more close to home and more recently, this Parkrun Day just gone, Mel. What's the um, what's the special celebration happening down in your neck of the woods whilst you weren't there, of course? We want to wish a big, happy 500th to Albert Melbourne Parkrun this last weekend. They celebrated with 644 participants and three adventurers in attendance, Ollie, who were Scotty Trickett, Joanne Blackbourne and Marie Lincoln. Wow. 500. Uh, so, well, congrats on the team from Albert for a big milestone there. Great to see everyone turning out for the celebrations. Mm. Speaking of celebrations, it's probably remiss of me not to thank Mr. Brendan Scholarly for um, <clears throat> not letting me fly under the radar. This park run day just gone as well. There was a bit of a, a rendition that uh, Brendan so kindly led at park run. <gasps> Just Ollie. before the uh, just before the brief there, um, Your so birthday. thank you, Brendan. <laughs> oh, that's my bad. I didn't I didn't mention it on the pod last week. I did know and I forgot when we were recording. I'm sorry. Well, I was trying to fly under the radar, but sometimes that's not possible. Um, but thank you, Mel. You did wish me happy birthday, so thank you very much. I did try to slip it in the socials wherever I could. <laughs> well, and here's me thinking that if I'm run directing, I can keep it under wraps. But uh, I turned around, the megaphone was gone, and it was too late. So. Oh, that's nice. So the Parkrun community sang happy birthday. They did. They were lovely. Oh. Quite lovely. Yes. Did you go up a age category? Um, not yet. Mm. It's it's coming. It's mm. coming. Very excited about that. I'm going to ask your mum. I'm going to ask your mum at Bathurst. She'll tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Bathurst. Yes. What a segue. Oh, no, hang on. Whoa, hang on. I've just noticed a post-it note on the desk and um, my apologies because I, I've noticed it before. I keep forgetting to mention it, but it's it's only two months away. Um, time capsule. Ooh. Yes. It's time to open it. Well, well, Very soon. By the end of the year. The end of the year, yeah. We were given special instructions. We've got one job and that's to, to open it. <laughs> yeah, one job. It's the only job. Mm. So for those who haven't been listening to the pod for, let's say, uh, more than 22 months, there was an episode in late Oh, gee, now the maths is failing me. Late 2020, uh, where our original co-hosts of the Parkrun Adventurers put in place and buried a time capsule. Oh, sorry, filled and buried a time capsule, I should say. So we do need to open that and we do need to discover what's in there and uh, we look forward to it. Mm, what episode was it? Do they just have to go back and guess? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we can help with that. Episode 215, which was, of course, the the special farewell to one Mel Urbacher episode, Bon Bon Voyage. So well, I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun opening the time capsule. So yeah. stay tuned. Not too many months to go. No, but for now, it's time to throw to this week's roving reports. We're going to hear from Sam at Bathurst and Caveman Cam from Applecross. Hello, adventurers. It's the office lady here, and I've left level two with a view for an adventure in Bathurst. Luke and our grandson, Asher, and I have uh, made our annual pilgrimage to the mountain for the Bathurst 1000, which is on tomorrow. Uh, but this morning, I've left the boys at the track, and I've walked down to Bathurst Park Run. The Park Run gods have been kind to us because it's a wet and gum booty Bathurst 1000 this year, let me tell you, but we've had a dry park run. I'm here with Jen Arnie and Stephen Jackson, and uh, they are the co EDs of Bathurst Parkrun. Stephen, can you, I know that our listeners have heard about Bathurst Parkrun before, but for the newer listeners to our podcast, can you tell us very briefly what brought you to setting up Parkrun in Bathurst? Well, I moved to Bathurst all about 10 years ago and uh, we sort of looked at it and I was on the board of Parkrun Australia at that oh, stage okay. and I'd come out of Sydney and there was no Parkrun. And I was going to Dubbo for work and there was one there and I thought, Lord, I can set one up here. But I tried to set it up and talk to council, didn't know anybody in town. It was sort of, nobody's here, couldn't contact anyone. Went to school, dropped my son off at school, met Jen just purely as the teacher of my son. Ah. Went home and there was an email from Parkrun Australia that said, somebody else in Bathurst wants to start a parkrun. 
went back to school. It was Jen. <laughs> Met her the next day. We said, park run. And she said, why are you taking so long to stand up? What, what's happening? And I said, don't know anyone. Conveniently, her dad was the mayor. Aha! Problem solved. Council, no six issues. months later. So, park run up and running in six months. and we're six Speaking months. of park run gods, that's certainly somebody was looking after you it two, weren't they? Yeah. Oh, awesome. We were watching that river level overnight um, as it was slowly rising through the day yesterday. Yeah. Today, as you know, and... Uh, yeah, this morning we were very lucky that uh, that it's still open. We're, we're still safely able to get around, but give it another hour or two and I think we're expecting it all to close and the river to flood. Yeah, it's certainly. I took a bit of footage of um, where it's about three inches from That's the path on the other side of the river. Close, very, yeah. very close. Yeah. So um, Luke and I, I, I have to confess, are not massive fans of two-lap courses and Bathurst Park Run is a two-lap course, but we love this course. Stephen, tell us why we love this course. Okay, well, uh, the idea is it's a two-lap course, all right, you go around the river, but as soon as you get back to the start, you do a U-turn and go back against the traffic. So you're actually seeing everybody. It's part of the community. Everybody sees each other, they high-five, they say hello. So everybody knows each other because it's out and back. Might be two laps, but it's out and back, and so you see everybody. It's yeah, cool. it's a fantastic twist on the two-lap course, the out and, actually an out and back, and I absolutely love it, and I've had a great run, walk run this morning. It was, and it was lovely to see the park walk volunteers out on course, and also a big team of tail walkers. Lovely to see all the volunteers family. on course. Family yeah, today. really lovely. And during the week, Luke and I also um, ran a hot lap of the racetrack. Um, this year, in two weeks' time, we'll be Luke's first Mount Panorama punish. It will be my third. Um, Luke did an amazing time on Wednesday. I'm so impressed. He came in and 44 minutes 05. Oh, so he's thrilled easy. with the 05. Yeah. So he's, all, he's supposed to only walk. I don't think he walked. I'm um, pretty not sure not. he ran. And um, for the listeners who are um, slower park runners like me, I average about a 42, 43 minute park run. And I did the, the uh, hot lap in 55 minutes and 05. So we're both very happy to have the 05 for year 05 of the punish. Um, Jen, for the listeners, tell us a little bit about Mount Panorama Punish. Well, the Mount Panorama Punish is um, is just that. It's one hot lap around the Mount Panorama racing circuit. So we get it closed to traffic and you can really take the racing lines. Heading up through the cutting and things is a, is a really tough grind. Yep. Um, but of course that view across Skyline, which we were talking about through the week, Sam, is, is a really nice reward before you get to smash yourself on the downhill through the S's again. Absolutely. I have the same experience every single time I run it, which is I've got to be at the top in 30 minutes or they're putting me on a bus and it's terrifying <laughs> and I never run events with those sorts of cutoffs because I'm terrified of, I'm always last I came last in a half marathon a few months ago by 15 minutes it was actually really cathartic because it meant that I now know what it feels like to come dead last but I do not want to be put on that bus on at the punish but a reassurance for listeners if you're a slower park runner like me you absolutely can get around the course you've just got to be conservative and sensible on the way up and then you can run your guts out on the way down it's mad fun there's some training tips on our website. There are two. Actually, that will um, yeah, give you a bit of an idea of how to pace that uphill so you've still got something to get to the end. Yeah. You can go 40 to 45 minutes on any park run, you'll get around. Perfect. Excellent. So there's a massive crowd of us from the Adventurers coming to join the Punish Net in two weeks. And we'll be here at Park Run as well in two weeks. And lots of us will be at the pasta dinner on the Saturday night as well. Are there any tickets left for the pasta dinner? There are some left Okay. For the if anyone dinner. is still thinking about it you need to get in quick um i am absolutely thrilled to have spoken with you both this morning i said two minutes it's been five and a half (laughs) mel will probably edit half of this conversation out and i am totally here for that um steven jen thank you so much for the chat this morning and i'm going to go find some breakfast and walk back to camp and i will see you all in two weeks thank Thank you thanks Testing, testing, one, two, three, testing. I've just broken my microphone. It is all floppy doppy now. This will be great. Purple, red, black, green, light blue, 25, 50, 100, 250, 500. What am I talking about? Milestones, that's right. G'day everyone, it's Cam here from WA. I'm at beautiful Applecross Park Run. WA's turned it on for the weather today because today someone's running their 250th park run and they've earned themselves a lovely green milestone shirt. Now I wanted to know how much motivation are the milestone shirts for people to continue keep doing park run? Well let's find out. All right I'm here with Roseanne 
And Roseanne, what coloured shirt do you have on today? I have a fabulous black one on today. And what does that signify? That I have reached 100 park runs. Congratulations, well done. Thank you. Now, do you think uh, the milestone shirts provide a, a bit of motivation or, or incentive to, to keep coming back or to push through when the weather's sort of a bit substandard? Oh, definitely. I think I sat on about 95 just before COVID hit and that was the longest five I had to wait for. Oh, no. <laughs> There's definitely that degree of um, trying to push yourself to the next one. So I think it gains momentum. You get that 25, then you get that 50, then you get the 100 and now it's sort of like, oh, I've got to wait 150 to get my 250 shirt. So it's definitely a degree of motivating factors there to get me there. <laughs> Excellent. So, come on, how long until 250? I'm sitting on about 132 or 133. I think I've lost count now, so I'm about halfway there. Okay, the big question, how about volunteering? Oh, I've just achieved my 25. Well done! Hey, that, that one actually meant a lot more to me than the 100. I was oh, a lot more Why is that? I don't know, I think it's just a thought that you're doing something not for yourself but for others. Selfless contribution to parkrun? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's a bit selfish that I want to do it, but um, <laughs> yeah, I do it for myself. But yeah, I just love the community aspect that we have, particularly at our little Baldivis Tamworth Wetlands Park Runs. That's right. Okay, well, it's been lovely chatting, Roseanne, and I'll see you on the course. Great, see you then, Cameron. Okay, everyone, I'm here with... Connor. That's right, well done. <laughs> and what did you just do today, Connor? I ran my 250th bathroom. Well done. So, quick quiz, what colour shirt is that? Uh, it's kind of like a greeny, bluey kind of colour. Yeah, pretty good. So I was asking people if they thought milestones and milestone shirts were a motivation to, to keep coming back for parkrun or just like a little cherry on top. What do you think? Yeah, a bit of motivation for some people, cherry for others. It really depends on what you're wanting to get out of it. And what about you? Oh, I just come here for fun. Well, a bit of a race as well. I like competing. Ah, uh, so you like being at the pointy end? Yes. Yes. I need to train more though. <laughs> don't we all, mate? Don't we all? Well, congratulations on reaching 250 and hope to see you again at 500. Oh, I don't know. That's a long way away. <laughs> Only another nine years? Oh, double that. I work FIFO. <laughs> oh dear, make a park run where you work. Oh, if only. All right, I'll catch you around. See ya. Have a great day. G'day. I'm here with Heath. Heath. Now, Heath, I've noticed you've got a lovely green shirt on today. What's that to indicate? Oh, this is uh, for my 250 plus uh, park runs. So how much more plus is there? Not a lot. I only got it this year. A uh, couple of months ago and now I've been trying to get my volley shirt like the one you're wearing. Ah yes, the volley shirt. Very satisfying, it isn't is, it? It is. So I was asking people about their thoughts on the milestone shirts and if they feel it's like their motivation to come to parkrun after they've got a few under their belt or if it's just a, a little bit of fun cherry on top sort of thing. What do you think? I think to start with, it was it was good motivation, uh, especially back in the day where they were they were free, which I, realistically they kind of still are. But uh, I think the 100 was the last of my motivational shirt, and then became a, a bit of a badge of honour kind of thing. I think uh, as as you sort of got a bit closer, but uh, with COVID, it took me uh, probably two years longer than expected. Ah uh, yes, the pause. <laughs> yeah, the, the great pause. But uh, yeah, I was glad to have it and now definitely I'll stop thinking about them again now for, for a while and uh, do a bit more volunteering. And um, But I think, they're, I think they're good, especially for new runners. Um, I mean, my park run got us into, into running and I just did my first 100 mile race last two weekends ago. Oh, well done. So uh, it's, uh, it started us on a journey that uh, we're ever grateful for, for sure. That's fantastic. So it's like a, a badge of honour. Oh, I'd like to think so. It comes out for milestone events now. Wait, you don't wear it all the time? I, when I remember. You, you don't wear it down to the shops just to show off when you're filling no. the scripts at the pharmacy just to get fill up at the servo? No, no, no. Um, I do wear my uh, shoe barcode quite often around and I get lots of comments about that. And well, you've got your barcode in your shoes still. Well, you take it off, you forget to put it back on, you don't have your barcode. Exactly, exactly. Um, but uh, this day and age of digital barcodes, it's so much easier now. Cool. All right, well, great. Uh, thanks for chatting and uh, I'll see you around. No worries, thanks. Yeah, I'll you later. Hello, my name's Cameron and, and you've been stitched up. What's your name? My name's Liz. Liz. Stanley. Stanley? You're Stanley? The dog Stanley. Okay, excellent. Stanley are travelling the country. Travelling the country? Where did you start from? Melbourne. Melbourne. And which way around did you go? North or sort of south um, way? Up the east coast. 
Excellent. We've been up the east coast, we went inland and then onto the coast and had three months in Cairns and have come across and, and broke down in Port Hedland. Oh, a lovely place to get broken down into. <laughs> yes, that's what I thought. But at least they had a park run, so I was all good. Saving grace, of course. So now you've come down to Perth. Is this your first park run down here? Yes, yes, we got in. Um, yesterday I, I bought a lift with another girl coming down and we've taken four days to get down. And um, yeah, so this is my... And the people I'm staying with found me the nearest park run. Oh, that's very good. Kind of them? Yes, and so, drove me here this morning. <laughs> so are you staying in Perth for a little bit? Well, my car's been fixed here and it needs a new engine, so probably a little while. Oh dear. <laughs> Settle in. So where do you think you'll be off to next week? Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll find another, another, see if this is another park run close by, but I think I'll have to do quite a lot of them because I'll be here for a number of weeks. <laughs> oh dear. Well, if, if only it was under better circumstances, but it's lovely seeing you and well, maybe I'll bump into you next time your car breaks down. It's, it's all an adventure. <laughs> That's it. That's the name of the game, having an adventure. All right, I'll see you around. Cheers. Thanks very much. Hello, I'm with... Cameron. Nice to meet you, Cameron. Now, your mum decided to handball an interview from her to you, and she tells me you're quite an interesting chap. Why is that? Well, uh, I've been uh, quite involved in the parkrun community for about 10 years now. So, uh, ten years. I started park uh, started parkrun 11 years ago when uh, my dad uh, was running 5Ks in the UK, and I asked to uh, to join him. We moved over here. He set up Playsbrook Cove Parkrun. Ten years later, I've gone and set up uh, UWA Parkrun. Oh wow! Following father's footsteps. Pretty much, yeah. Just uh, also stepping away because uh, I was in the same event team as him. <laughs> ah. Now, I understand you're, you're a bit of like a, a superstar run director. How so? Well, I have run directed at five different lo parkrun locations, including uh, Shelley Parkrun, uh, Lake Joondalup, uh, Wanneroo, um, Perry Lakes and UWA. Ah. So you're like rent an RD. Pretty much, kept getting handpicked for the uh, the kids takeover events, and then uh, became part of an event team for Perry Lakes and UWA Parkrun later on. Oh, brilliant! So I was asking people about their milestone shirts, and if they feel that's a, like a motivating factor to keep on coming out, or if it's just a, a bit of fun on top of everything. What do you reckon? Absolutely, it's all part of a uh, a community feel, a group of uh, runners with milestone shirts. And oh, then, so it's uh, like a, a uniform, sort of almost. a sense of community through common attire. Well, I uh, absolutely have to wear a parkrun shirt every uh, every week, regardless of whether it's 250 runs, 50 volunteer or uh, 25 volunteer. Unfortunately, I've grown out of the other ones, but... <laughs> oh, that's right, you would have gotten them years ago, wouldn't you? Yeah, the uh, 100 shirt used to fit me like a dress. So yeah, I, I assume you've got them all. Well, I do now, but uh, I have given some away because I was never going to wear them again. So uh, give them to people who uh, wanted another milestone shirt. Excellent. All right, well, lovely chatting with you, and hopefully I'll see you around. Maybe when we visit UWA in April next year. Did you catch wind of this? No, I did not. Surprise! <laughs> Love to see you there, then. We're crashing your party. All right, we'll see you later. Awesome. Well, that's it from me today, and I think the general consensus is... Milestone shirts are awesome. All right, see ya. And thank you very much to our first bunch of roving reports for this week's podcast. And guess what, Mel? We've got some more roving reports coming up later. We have. There was yes. ample this week. There certainly was. There certainly was. But it's exciting to hear about Bathurst and... We know that the weather has hit Bathurst quite a lot this weekend. So our wishes with everyone, for, firstly, for their safety and their, their comfort. And we are hoping that things will be okay for when we do make it out there. We do because since they ran the park run, uh, the rising water levels have inundated the course. So yeah. Goodness, Ollie, I hope it's uh, all okay and receded by the time we are up there. Otherwise, we've got to revert to plan B and I don't have a plan B. <laughs> we also should mention the Bathurst 1000 for our international listeners mm. who might not know what the Bathurst 1000 is. I believe it is a touring car racing event. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. V8s. Yeah, typically V8s and it is 
a number of laps, <laughs> a number of laps. Well, they just go round and round all day. It's quite the endurance race. So what is it, 161 laps, is it? Oh, I don't um, know. You only have to turn on and watch the last one because that's when they end. <laughs> <laughs> but with the course length being 6.2 kilometres, I do believe it's 161. Sacrilege if I've got that wrong. Just doing my maths there. I think that's right. But Sam also chatting to Jen and Steve there about the punish and mm. assuring us she did, the office lady herself did a hot lap while she's been up there. So reassuring the slower runners that it is quite doable in the allocated time. That's right. So if you're sitting on the fence or in the pits, jump on board and give it a go. If not, just... Just come along and enjoy the fun and volunteer in the pit crew. That's right. My mother has signed up to volunteer and we're looking forward to it. Excellent. And thank you, Cam. Yes. Uh, Cam was speaking to the park runners out at Applecross about what uh, motivation milestone shirts are. Mm. But hey, what? Cameron's story. Ollie doesn't know we're visiting for Palm 23. Ah. <laughs> Heaps of time. That's right. And I do believe Cameron's dad, who was mentioned in the roving report, is John Story, and we've heard from him before, I'm pretty sure. Mm. I don't have the details to hand, but I know I have heard of John Story. He's an ambassador out there in WA. Yeah. So, look, um, some great roving reports. Looking forward to the rest. But, Mel, uh, I'm not sure if we're having issues again. I've checked the email inbox and I'm not sure we have mail. No, we don't, Ollie. But it's okay. <laughs> the email's working because it was full of roving reports. It was. So, it was. yeah, there was just no feedback this week, but that's okay. We had a lot last week. Thank we you did. very much, everyone. However, there was plenty of feedback for Dazza at Dazza's, uh, where this week Dazza said it's Universal Music Day. Dazza loves to blast a bit of old school disco music while he cooks your park faff treats. Do you listen to music when you're running or walking at Park Run? Come on in, pop a coin in the jukebox and tell us about your morning. And one such person that did do that, telling us about, uh, well, a bit of a naughty this week was Jeff Club, who said, no Park Run for me this week, but will probably be listening to the newest release from Melbourne's finest, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard tomorrow during my half marathon. One flat white to get me through the rest of the workday, please. Is Jeff really listening to Melbourne musicians? Yeah. Well, how come I've never heard of King Lizard in the <laughs> King Lizard in the Lizard Wizard? I've got to look them up now. You do absolutely. Um, mm. And Jeff hoped the half marathon went well. Yes. Yes. We also heard from Ingrid Bothar, who was at home, and Ingrid said, amazing morning at Dolls Point where our first-time RD did an amazing job. The park walkers, park runners, and park barkers were out in huge numbers. I'm off to make pancakes as an offering to the park run weather fairies for such a wonderful morning. <laughs> now, Ollie, it's also worth mentoring, mentoring, <laughs> mentioning <laughs> even that our very own Ingrid featured this last week in the Parkrun newsletter. That's right. Um, that was quite an appearance. Yeah, giving her words of explanation as to how she evolved, I guess, from a first-time tailwalker into a now-time RD. So a great story, and uh, thank you for all of your support to Parkrun too, Ingrid. And on the Frond fronts this week, Mel, uh, Channel 5 News crew member, Tok, did check in and say not a lot of music today but abby's mum says we are in the tiktok cafe and tiktok does music clips so connection made <laughs> and i think that's a solid connection but not as spectacular as the photo of the snot log and of course the selfie with abby and it was also raised with me over the weekend what abby was upset with talk about in a previous episode because I oh. remember her saying she wasn't happy. Mm, but yeah. we couldn't remember what it was that Tok had done to upset her. So if anybody remembers, can you please write in? Because we haven't taken notes of things like this. So unless Sorry, we Abby. Yeah. back to every single episode, we're <laughs> actually clueless as to what it was that Tok did to upset her. But uh, I think we need to see Tok and Abby in a TikTok now. Does that make Abby tick? I think so. Yeah. Tick yeah. and Tok. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, Tanya Bailey, she came to us from across the Dutch and she said, didn't listen to music today, put the blue parkwalk vest on and chatted to old friends and newbie parkwalkers. Picture of myself and Renee in the new vests. And thank you, Tanya, for describing your own photo and saving me the trouble. Thank you for volunteering. <gasps> well done. Tanya. 
Tanya, Ollie, it's Tanya. Tanya. Oh, my goodness. That's right. Sorry. And, yes, we look forward to having you from across the Dutch next week, Tanya. And over in the ACT this week, doing a bit of touristing, Heather Hunter, who said, no music for me, Dazza, but I did enjoy five kilometres of chatting with friends while walking Coombs Park Run, followed by second breakfast at the National Arbiter... I'm so bad with this word. Arboretum. Arboretum. At the National Arboretum. Thank you, Mel. (laughs) One job. We saw kangaroos. I was too slow to take a photo. I completed my 59th different event and I think increased my floating Wilson index from 8 to 15. And Heather did share a photo of the gang with the selfie frame and I recognise a Shell Harbour Park runner in there, Galia. So hello, Galia, and um, great to see you all at Coombs. We also heard from Gemma Kiaski, touristing. We drove 900 kilometres to Centenary Park Run in Clermont. Clermont? Clermont. Clermont. There's an R in there. Hmm. Central Queensland, in any case. Neil volunteered on Finnish tokens. We didn't know that today is Universal Music Day, but we did enjoy post-parkrun breakfast in the company of fellow parkrunner and music teacher at five different outback schools. And we had a photo on some very dry-looking ground with a backwards flag. ka That's a nice effort, though. That's a very nice effort. Yes, I'm very impressed. And did I get your name right? Please give me some feedback. <laughs> Fronding once again, in Victoria once again, Craig Ryan, who said, Cyril Curtin Reserve Park Run for a Frond today, celebrating the conclusion of Australian Run Down Under for Irene Bomacanti. It was lovely to see some adventurers I have met already, as well as meeting many for the first time. The run felt like I was on a dire strait to begin but concluded in a Bon Jovi-esque blaze of glory. And uh, there's something to be said for the photo there. If I'm not mistaken, that was some owl latte art, which I don't know the connection to the music, but it was very impressive, (laughs) as were the musical references. I saw a few owl lattes being enjoyed Mm. over the weekend coming from uh, Cyril Curtin. So, yeah. Excellent. And congratulations to Irene as well. Yes, well done. It was a big effort to complete her Australian lap of Run Down Under. Well done. Now, Val Warwick, she was volunteering no music bar the babbling of the rivers, winding, wending, winding their way seaward and delightful chatter of park runners wending, winding their way beside the rivers, Lachlan and Derwent. We were joint tail walkers at Tassie's newest park run, Tinwall Park in New Norfolk. Our cappuccino was had with grandchildren rather than park runners, and that was a real treat for us. And Val shared photos of lush-looking scenery shots, plus a photo of the tail walkers, and I am putting that on my list, Ollie. I love a park run along water. It looks beautiful. I'm, I'm really being challenged by next month's destination but yeah i'll stick to my plan Mm. thank you val now we also heard from joe mclean who was touristing once again and said music today was courtesy of the water lapping against the boats in the marina at airly beach park run gorgeous course and glad for the 7 a.m start as it was already hot and humid bit of a difference to last week's weather in New Zealand. Shout out to the four firefighters who pulled up in their truck, did park run and headed out again. Wow. Nice effort there. <laughs> and Joe did share a, a very nice looking scenery shot with herself in the f- selfie frame there with a beautiful looking marina there. Cool. Uh, and she's getting around. She was in New Zealand last week. I'm sure she was overseas prior to that. So yes. sounds like that Joe's been on a big trip. Yeah. Yeah, where will Joe be next? Mm. Uh, we also heard from Belinda Taylor, touristing. No music for me, but lots of podcasts on my five-hour drive to Waterloo Plains Park Run. What a hidden gem this park run was. Free camping with hot showers and toilets metres from the start line in grounds nicer than some paid camping sites I've stayed in. Big thanks to RD Amber for being so welcoming and the chats and keeping this tiny forerunners today park run going each week and a colorful collage from belinda including a gorgeous sunrise yeah wow and so shout out to the waterloo plains team that's i think a a lovely little sounding park run there with um a very modest average i want to go there now i want to have a (laughs) front at waterloo plains tracy tracy we need to visit let's make a plan you could 
have a quite impressive front there as well. You easily outnumber. Oh, we can have an ABBA theme. Waterloo. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, getting carried away. Uh, over to you. I see legs growing. Yes. Um, Chris Gore, touristing, said, Hi, Dazza. I don't listen to music when park running, but when I am running during the week, I will usually listen to podcasts. If I want to increase the pace a bit, I will listen to some rocky music like Gonna Fly Now or Eye of the Tiger. Today, however, we tackled our Nendi, which happened to be Xantharia Trail Park Run. Oops, sorry. It should be Monday Regional Park Run along the Xantharia Trail. It would be the hardest park run I have done with about 200 metres of elevation on gravel trails. It is the first time I have had to walk up the hills. My usual finish time is around 21 or 22 minutes. Today it was 28. (laughs) And Karen took over an hour compared to her usual 38 minutes. It was a pretty course with some great views if you can take your eyes off the track long enough to enjoy it. We were also joined by our son, Phil, today, completing his 300th park run. So congratulations, Phil. Congratulations on all of Team Gore there in the photos amongst a, a collage of the beautiful um, Zet, sorry, Monday Regional Park Run. <laughs> and Monday Regional is widely accepted to be Australia's toughest park run. So good work, team. Definitely has the X factor. Now, lastly, we heard from Helen Rutter coming to us from the UK. She said, we can't come to Desert yet, but we are blasting Bon Jovi and the Scorpions as we drive to Cheshire to our hotel. We'll check in to Desert tomorrow. And then she followed up by saying... What a morning of beautiful faces at the Northwest Tourist Meetup at Alderley Park. So many people I haven't seen in ages, some legends, and the one and only Gregory Bailey. (gasps) It's the fourth Bailey, Ollie. (laughs) The course was a bit tricky underfoot, but so pretty. Two laps of lake and woodland, the best parkrun morning, and what it's all about. We had a DIY breakfast, BAP. And a pastry. Oh, another one of those baps. Yes. And a group shot in the woods. Mm-hmm. Thanks yep. for checking into Daz's Helen. Yeah, it did sound like a lot of fun was had over there. i got to have a bap. A bap. Yeah, I want a bap. <laughs> I'm going to have a bap next week. I'm going to have to make my own bap. I only ever think of basil when, when people say bap, as in Why? the herb. Basil brush? No, no, <laughs> no, not basil brush. Not basil faulty either, but but... But BAP was the name my my middle daughter used to call Basil that we grew in our garden. She'd demand BAP. So, oh. yeah, that's, that's BAP in this household. Okay. <laughs> but thank you, everyone, for popping into Dazza's uh, for a very musical week. Ah, yes. And let's choose an Obie Award winner, please. Ollie, do you have the envelope and what colour is it today? I have the envelope. It is green. Oh. It is green. Yeah. It's not very okay. rock and roll green, but, you know, that's that's all right. Hmm. Different different style of music maybe. But um, I will, uh, I'll open the envelope. This week the Obie goes to... goes to Heather, Heather Hunter. Congratulations. Excellent. Well done, Heather, and thank you for sharing your parkrun day with us. Another big one. Yeah. Uh, In the absence, Ollie, once again, of our informant, I've put together more stats leached from Dazzers and any of the other social media posts we've had. So would you like to hear them? Please. Well, we had a launch this week over in New Zealand at Broad Park on the South Island. There were 239 participants and I counted them 39 first-timers. In alphabet challenges, Beck Bailey collected an R at Rhodes and also an R for the Namely and the Pirate Challenge. Rebecca Winters collected a Y at Yu Yang's. So did Bill Ober. He didn't specify that in Dazzers, but I'm guessing that was his motivation for visiting. Sarah Jefferson collected a V at Varsity Lakes. In the Aussie Pioneers Club, I added Darwin as the first event to launch in the Northern Territory. Heather Hunter did increase her Floating Wilson Index from 8 to 15. 
Michael Sharp and Mike Scott nabbed uh, 333 for the Nelson Challenges out at the beaches. Monty Slade picked up Pontypool toward his full Ponty Challenge. Christine Imbert nabbed a 144 at Warmer and Deal Seafront Park Run for a Fibonacci, as did Callum Burrell, who pocketed 610 at Woodbank. Mm. And for the I volunteered at Junior's Badge, Roberta Winters earned this. Last but not least, earning her purple shirt. Miss Abigail Jackson, who completed her 25th volunteer at Ainsbury Juniors as run director under the close supervision of Mum Renee. Congratulations, everyone. Knocking off some challenges, well, progressing on some of the challenges and once again, a very impressive milestone in there. There was, yes. We're very proud of our Abigail. Yes. Now, time to throw to our next lot of roving reports, Ollie. So let's have a listen to Tracy and PK. Good morning, parkrunners. It's Tracy Natutu, and I've wended my way to the wild west of White Rock when I can hear the whistle of the whipbird in the wilds here. Uh, yes, I am chasing my Nendi this morning. I'm at White Rock. It looks a bit hilly. Hmm. But that's okay. I'm park walker, and I'm going to have a lovely time out there. All right, let's go. Okay, this park walker is out on White Rock parkrun course, and I have found Jessica. Hello, Jessica. How are you this morning? I'm pretty good this morning, thank you. How are you? Good. Now, Jessica, you're walking with me, obviously, uh, Park Walker. Can you tell me your story? Why did you decide to come to Park Run today? Well, today, no special reason other than I wanted to tick White Rock off my list, but I have been doing Park Run for a number of years. Not consistently until probably this year I've become more consistent. Yeah, and this is looking good so far. Hmm. Now, tell me, you... Uh, message the RD during the week and what was that message? What was that email that you um, sent That was just more of a concern because I am on the slower side of things but I still wanted to do it so I um, just messaged if that would be okay because I didn't want to hold everybody back and make the um, volunteers have to wait longer for their morning coffee um, and I was welcomed with open arms and told just come along and do your thing. And isn't that fantastic? It is fantastic, just what I wanted to hear. All right, that's it's great. So I'm trying out the new park walker roll. I'm heading up the top of the hill now. So I might pause for a moment and check back in soon. Okay, I've finished White Rock Park Run and I've been told to talk to this lovely lady called Ray. Hi, Ray. Hi. Have you got a park run story? What's, what's your involvement in park run? Oh, I decided to do it a couple of years ago. 2019 I started and uh, love it. Yeah, find a different one regularly. Yes, so you're a bit of an, an adventurer, maybe. Oh, try to be, yeah. Yeah, a bit of a tourist. So what can, brings you back to uh, Park Run every week? Oh, it's just great to get out, get up early, do it. Uh, it's a great environment, mm-hmm. good people, meet mm-hmm. new people, go to different places mm-hmm. and then find great breakfast places oh, afterwards. You are so... An adventure, right? I'm signing you up for the for the club now. Okay. <laughs> and how many conferences have you done, right? Oh, I think I'm up to about 34, 33, 34, Good 34 today. I think. Good yeah. And did you enjoy White Rock this morning? Love it, absolutely. Oh. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> you did so up well. and down, up and down. Yeah, it, it's a tougher one because it's trail mm-hmm. and because of the hills. But you know, yeah, I did it. Great, love it. Good for you. Yeah. Go off to your appointment. Nice chatting with you. Have a lovely day. Shall do. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Okay, I'm back at the barcoding area and I have found Tash, who is the RD today. Tash, how did it all go? Hi. Um, yeah, really good today. We've got some nice weather at the moment because it's spring. It's not too cold, so we're mm. getting a lot more people coming back. And thankfully, it's not raining either. So mm. we've got a nice big turnout. We, we're a pretty small park run, so we don't get, you know, hundreds of people. We normally get 30 to 50 people. So mm-hmm. um, we had a bit of a bigger crowd today and quite a few fast people and quite a few people enjoying a walk as well so yeah Mm. it's been a good one today now i had a friend of mine come out here a while ago and she's done white rock but i've noticed that uh, white rock's been closed for a while yeah because of flooding was that it damage to the trails yeah there was quite significant damage to the trails quite Mm -hmm. a few holes opened up on the trails and they needed to bring in 
some pretty big machinery by the looks wow. of it um, to fix the trail. So quite a lot of work went into it and yeah, it's yeah. unfortunately changed a little bit of the course but it's smoothed out the first sort of 800 metres yep. or so. It used to be quite rocky and you'd sort of climb a little bit and now it's um, smoothed mm. out. So some people are enjoying that and some people miss the old park run but, you know, they need to get that machinery in here to fix the trails mm. so people mm. could use it. So, yeah, it was really sad. We were closed for quite a few months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wasn't expecting the rain to have that much of an impact, but um, it it really did, and I think it's just you know the soils and stuff out here, the, the type of area that it is, the rain just accumulated and just washed a lot of it away. So yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me this morning. Thank you for letting us visit. And That's all right. Thanks for coming out. I'm glad that you enjoyed it, and yeah. thank you for coming out as well. No, it's, it's lovely. Oh, right. yeah. thanks for chatting with me. No worries. Okay, folks, Tracy and the Tutu signing out from White Rock Park Run. That was awesome. Had a good morning. Chatted to lots of people. Another good park run day. See you on the V-side. Bye. Good morning, park run adventurers. It's PK checking in from another park run, one that I've done before, but it's actually had a bit of a course change, which is awesome. I am here in South Australia, in Adelaide, at Pakapakanthi. Pakapakanthi is the traditional owner's name for Victoria Park in the middle of the city. And here we are checking it out because once again, we are able to actually do the, the proper course of Pakapakanthi. It used to be all the way out for those who know Adelaide Park Pacanthi around the beautiful Victoria Park uh, but then it was constricted and now it's once again opened <laughs> jeepers um hello beautiful Alicia how are you going hi PK how are you awesome I've decided to come over and speak to the very uh, very important that one of the probably the most important people here today I'm just um walking around and having a look at the vest you've got on tell us about the vest you're wearing <gasps> sorry I get to be a park walker today. The new role for Park Walk Mum. Awesome. Very excited. It's blue. It's sexy. It has pockets. It's got pockets. Woohoo! <laughs> all the we- all the ladies out there will know the excitement. Uh, I I get it absolutely. Items. And you've got a you've even got a, a Park got Walk a sign to encourage people role. to come and walk That's as well. Right. Fantastic. So for everyone out there, when you say come and do park run, and uh, and they say. Oh, I can't. I don't run. <laughs> you know, this is about saying it's okay. You can walk. You can and park actually run. walk and and you can walk uh, and enjoy. And I love the fact that it's not the tail walker. It's actually somewhere it's within the walking That's area. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So the aim is that you're in the middle of that walking pack um, and you're love representing it. walkers. Yay! Yes. I love it. Now walkers you're and yay and walkers and dogs. Of course, we love your of dogs. Course. Now, um, you, you remind me that your role is uh, ambassador. Event ambassador. Yeah. Yes. So event ambassador for how many park friends? Uh, I think seven. Awesome. One of which is. Yay. And you guys, yes. I was just saying in my um, long uh, int- <laughs> intro that the course is back on track. Oh, it's finally open back to its original vision. And yeah. in fact, better than ever um, because the wetlands have opened up on the south end of the park run. Which is and fantastic. And it is just beautiful. I so now it. now we've got, the, we've got the open track amongst the trees. We've got the view of the wetlands. We've got, you know, the big old gums at the back. It's, it's Love spectacular. It. Love yeah. it. They are, they are spectacular. And, yes, I'm looking forward to getting out there amongst it. I'll let you go and do your job because I know you need to <laughs> encourage people to walk and, you're, right. and you're, you know, looking after your beautiful dogs as well. Thank you for being part of Park Run. Lovely to what see you. What does Park Run today. mean to you? As I'm Park Run on... is community. Yay. Beautiful. Thanks, darling. <laughs> Lovely to see you. So there you go. Just bumped into the beautiful Alicia Hopper, who is uh, event ambassador. So they, um, they're the go-to person. Person, you know, um, that all the event um, directors and run directors can talk to, and and heads up, you know, to the event ambassadors. They give up a lot of their time during the week for anything, and so yeah, let, let's hear it. Let's hear a cheer. Can everyone cheer? Woohoo! Out there for event ambassadors. There's a massive crowd of runners who have just joined, who like to go around and uh, join different park runs around Adelaide, and I'm going to see if I can chat to one of them maybe after we've done the run. 
far out. I've got Albie to thank for pushing me over the line. I talked for the first half, unsurprising, and then ran the second half. Still only did it in 30. Anyway, I saw a, rec- a face I recognised. G'day, Peter. Hi, PK. How are you, mate? mate? You're well? Good. You're a regular here. Um, I wanted to ask you what your thoughts were of the um, the new course, Well, um, now that it's around the wetlands. I know. I absolutely love it. Like, it's actually a beautiful run now. Let's be honest, it was a bit boring before, <laughs> yeah. and now we've got beautiful wetlands here, and I just think it's stunning, and what a perfect day for it, too. I know, right? Fantastic. So this is your home, Pakran? Yes. Excellent. This is my home one. How many have you done? Oh, I don't know the answer to that. Let's say 20. Oh, mate, that's awesome. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Um, Peter is part of the awesome committee for Adelaide, which is all about, you know, uh, supporting and celebrating everything here in Adelaide and awesome networking events and championing Bruce Gite and everything that he has to say. Maybe committee for Adelaide could uh, take over Parkrun one day. Maybe get uh, Albert, some of the crew out. That'd be cool, actually. Like, we've done some work with Fred's van and, you know, we go out and do team stuff together. Mm. So, you know what, PK? That's a good idea. <laughs> I thought I'd just plant that seed. No, well, it's good because they, I mean, it doesn't have to be an official thing. Anybody can turn up. There's a massive group of runners there today who I'm about to chat to who are the inclusive, I can't remember their official name, I'm about to go and chat with them, which is always good to see. I also wanted to point out that there's actually going to be, like ABC, who are a massive supporter of um, Parkrun, are taking over Parkrun, and you may have heard it here first. They're doing an, an outside broadcast on October the 29th, so what's that in, four weeks? Yeah, at Mawson Lakes. So if you haven't done Mawson Lakes yet and you want to be part of an outside broadcast um, here in South Australia, go along to Mawson Lakes on the 29th. Sounds Why like not? a good plan. Anyway, I'll let you go and have some breakfast. Congrats. Lovely to see you again. Thanks, PK. Coffee time. Yeah, you know it. I think your crew's over there. Hurrah. See you, mate. Nice to see you. Might go and have a quick chat to one more crew and then find some coffee. Okay, I'm now here with Rory uh, from the group I alluded to. I can never remember your correct name. Adelaide Frontrunners. Adelaide Frontrunners. And your tagline is inclusive... Yeah, we're an all-inclusive running group. So awesome. LGBTQIA+. Fantastic. Um, how many in the club? Oh... Uh, a uh, big turnout today. I reckon there's like maybe 70 to yeah. 80. But yeah, I would say all up we've got, yeah, oh, we've got a lot. Probably maybe 100 to awesome. 150. Awesome. And so the word goes out um, on, on your Facebook page as to where you're going to run on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, we're pretty active on the socials. We always stick to the park runs because it's nice. like a really good community event. Uh, and the, yeah, the team really like it. And we like that we can obviously yeah, set times. It's all done for us. Yeah. The organisation's sort of taken away <laughs> from our That's little, great. which is good. No, it's beautiful. Well, certainly people think of Parkrun, they think of community, so yeah, you, you've certainly nailed it there, and it's, um, it's so good to see so many of you out here. And also, actually, last time I saw you guys was, I think, at Lock Hill, where we, it was the Queen's birthday weekend, and that yes. was rather fabulous. Well, we're wearing our tiaras. <laughs> you were. Yeah. And before that was right here at, Park, um, at Pakapakanthi, where I caught up with the awesome Matt Hyde and Richard Davies afterwards. Yes. Um, Matt's not with us today. He's probably recovering, no doubt, as yeah. um, he's absolutely smashing it on stage at the moment with the normal Heart, part of State Theatre Company South Australia. You've seen the uh, amazing production. Yeah, we did. We went as a we went as a social group actually. So fantastic. Um, yeah, went to support Matt and his work. And, yes. Um, yeah, I'm sure he's recovering emotionally today as well. I know, quite... right? For those who are here in South Australia and hearing this before the 15th of October, highly encourage you to go and see the Normal Heart. Um, Matt Hyde, who's part of the uh, the front runners, um, is in it. It's great. Good on you, Rory. I'll let you guys go and find coffee somewhere. You'll take over some cafe, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Just, just <laughs> over there. We're pre warning this time. <laughs> So, <laughs> well done. Be good. Thank you so much for no supporting uh, Park Run community with your community. Awesome. Thanks, Rory. No see you, mate. What a beautiful man. Yes, it's great to see. And yes, I think we'll go and find a coffee. Thanks for listening. That's me signing off. See ya. And thank you to our second batch of roving reports this week. So thank you very much, Tracy and PK. Tracy uh, knocking off her nendy there, Ollie, over at White Rock. Yes. With her W alliterations. <laughs> well done, Tracy. And PK, yeah, there's a bit going on in South Australia there. Absolutely was. Pack a bacanthi. Mm-hmm. Uh, a course change, I believe. And yep. uh yeah, uh, he spoke to a few, but he spoke to Rory from the Adelaide Frontrunners. So it was nice to hear a little bit more about the Frontrunners, a very all-inclusive running group. That's right, yep. Yeah, they must be in all states because I know of the Melbourne Frontrunners as well. Yeah. But interesting, Ollie PK mentioned the ABC are doing an outside broadcast on the 29th of October at Mawson Lakes in South Australia. And uh, coincidentally, I heard on ABC Radio, Radio Today 
that Victoria is also going to be having a broadcast. It is going to happen at Albert, Melbourne on the very same day, the 29th of October. And Matt Preston is going to be out at Albert, Melbourne for that live broadcast. Yeah. So there's a bit going on. Well, I wonder where else there might be some. We'll mm. see. We'll see. We'll see. See if our adventurers can put their ears to the ground and uh, find out if the ABC is going to be popping up at some other states. Yeah. Certainly a lot going on. But I think still to, to close out recapping this Park Run Day just gone, Mel, can you update us on the Consolidated Club report? I can. On Saturday the 8th of October... Of a total of 314 members, 251 mm. took part at 142 locations. There were adventurers in Australia, New Zealand, the UK, South Africa, Germany, the Netherlands, Poland and the USA. And you can see a breakdown of all the events on our Facebook post, including a link to the report. <laughs> This week, the largest frond was at Cyril Curtin Reserve in the greatest state, celebrating Irene's completion of Rundown Under Australia with 12 adventurers. There were Toc, Jackie and Dan O'Connell, Craig Ryan, Helen and Stephen Davis, Dawn Branton, Cheryl Smith, Renee, Abby and Hannah Jackson, and of course, Irene Bomacanti. Path was there too, but he volunteered. Yes. We also had six adventurers at the Ponds in New South Wales and six at White Rock in Queensland, thanks to Tracy in Tutu. <laughs> the largest ferrand was 10 adventurers volunteering out at Ainsbury Juniors, and if you can beat that, please let me know. Locally, Victoria topped the charts again with 34 events, with Queensland second on 28. New South Wales rallied this week a bit with 21. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for like? encouragement. Yep. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> South Australia improved on last week with 12. WA had six, ACT five, Tassie three, and two in the Northern Territory. So we had a bowling strike this week. Ollie? Yes. Across the Dutch, adventurers represented at nine events in total, with Pegasus being joined on the South Island by Broad Park and Blenheim. And that's it. Wow. Now, I could be mistaken, but I think that's the first time our adventurers completing their park runs have topped 250. Oh, yes, you're probably right. Mm, mm. Yep, 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 yep. Just notching past that mark. So thank you very much for all the stats and well done, everyone. Mm. Now... I know what you're doing in two weeks' time, Mel, but what's the plan for next Park Run Day? I thought I'd stay close to home this week. Uh, <laughs> just a, a casual eight-hour drive then or something like that? You're the second person that's just said that <laughs> today. You're the second person today. No, don't be cheeky. No, no, two and a half hours is all I am travelling this week. I'm actually hoping to get my family to join me perhaps on an overnight trip to the country town of Bort to visit one of Victoria, well, to visit Victoria's latest event, Nolan's Park. So we'll see. We'll see if we can encourage the family on an overnight trip. Otherwise, I'll just get up for a stupid o'clock. <laughs> but, Ollie, what about yourself? Have you got some VIPs coming to visit you at that Voldemort Park? Run. Well, yes, I will be. I will be staying home. I will be run directing once again. So I need to be healthy because I am looking forward to challenging for the Vrond title <gasps> and having a bit of a frond. I'm very excited that, well, I think we'll be having a Bailey's style celebration. Let's just say. Mm. Mm. That's sounding mm. exciting. And I will have a little bit of FOMO. So I will gladly hand you over the uh, accolades for the largest frond. So let's see how many adventurers can turn up. That's right. Mm. But we, uh, I suppose we still have we still have the rest of the week to, to tackle. But Yeah, early nights for you, young man. Yeah. <laughs> early nights. <laughs> Well, that's right. But thank you for putting up with me. I um, I think I've managed not to cough this week, but I do apologise for the quality of my voice uh, every week, not just this week, of course. <laughs> well, let, we just want you to get well. So um, thank you. hot lemon drinks and honey and all that jazz, just uh, get yourself well. Yeah. But, Ollie, that's it. Mm. As always, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com. That's it for another week. We will see you all next week for more adventures.
Hi, Mum and Ollie. Today, me and Hannah volunteered with Mum at Juniors. Hannah was finished tokens and I was run director, but Mum was helping. It was a special day because I did my 25th volunteer. My favourite part of volunteering is cheering people on and it's so fun. Bye, adventures. Stay safe.